0: Agenda, A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Frittle Show on KVXL 101.1 FM Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Service times 930 and 1115 Sunday morning, 6 p.m. Sunday evening, 7 p.m. on Wednesday nights. Okay, it is just our second podcast of the year, and this one is unlike anything I can remember ever doing before I have so many tabs open on my computer as I've been researching this and trying to figure out where to go and how to talk about this subject and if we should even talk about this subject but you know a lot of times the way I determine what our, our topics will be for this podcast each week is what people are asking me about that is happening in the news and or what I see in the news that I go you know what I don't understand that. I don't know how that works. I want to learn more about this so that I that I can have an educated conversation with someone about this or just understand what's happening when it's talked about and blasted across the the news screen or the radio or wherever. Else. So on today's podcast, just just bear with me, okay? Bear with me. Like I said, I don't remember ever doing anything like this before as a as a podcast episode number 1 and number 2 the offices in my building have been being painted all week so I'm pretty sure that I have uh, lost several brain cells in the process so if anything that I makes that I make sense yeah see I'm doing it already if anything I say today doesn't make sense or you're like what is she even saying let's just blame the paint fumes okay can we just all agree that uh, that crystal has been living amongst the paint and and she is is treading in water that she's never treaded before and that water is of course the waters of the royal family now you would think being a descendant of john adams yes that as a as a good daughter of the revolution i would fully understand the way the royal family and all its different elements work. I don't I have no idea. I haven't even watched The Crown not a single episode. Some of you are going to be way beyond me in this, probably most of you in fact. So if if that's you bear with me, but I know there's been at least a few of you that have asked me about this or that I've seen comment about this online and so I I want to try try <laughs> to explain try being the operative word. And explain a little bit of what's been going on with Prince Harry, and with the Duke and Duchess, Duchess, du- wow, okay, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. It's Sussex, right? I here's something I haven't found the answer to yet because I've been all over the place trying to figure out how to even begin talking about this topic. But do they just randomly pick places? Like what determines what you're the Duke of? The word. Like, <laughs> the Duke of Worcestershire sauce? Obviously, not the sauce, but the, what, what determines. Anyway, I didn't even know until like five minutes ago that Prince Harry was not the Duke of Sussex until he married Meghan Markle. Like, moments before their wedding, the Queen conferred upon them both their titles. Like, what's up with that? and then they choose not to give their son a title so that he can live a quote unquote more normal life. Well, your son is probably never going to reach the throne anyway, and now with all of this stuff, you may not either so Okay. Um again, I don't know how this is going to go. But I I find it so fascinating and I'm in so deep now that we have to talk about it. We just we have to talk about this because it's just it's It's So fascinating. That's why there's a whole television show about the British royal family because it is fascinating because we as Americans, although we do not want to be ruled by a monarchy, we are fascinated by the idea of a monarchy. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about why the British people are up in arms over this. Why, how, how Meghan Markle and others are crying racism, and why the British people are saying there's no racism involved here. We are just upset that you are abandoning us. So, um, here we go back it up July 2016, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry meet in London in November of 2016. Kensington Palace confirmed that they were dating and issued a statement for an end to the harassment that Meghan Markle was suffering on social media. This came from Kensington Palace. Uh... It said, uh, Megan Markle has been subject to a wave of abuse and harassment. Some of this has been very public. The racial undertones of comment pieces smears on the front page of national newspapers and outright sexism and racism of social media trolls and web article comments. The statement went on to say that Harry was worried about her safety and deeply disappointed that he has not been able to protect her. So from the very beginning, this has been a, a front page relationship, if you will. But if you got into this thinking that you could marry a prince and not have it be front page relations, not relations, uh, uh, news, you were sorely mistaken. Like when Prince William and Kate got married, Kate was like, see this is probably what happens when you have an American, go ahead and get into all of this, but Kate was like, the perfect princess. Like, she's just the perfect princess. She fits the part so well. Megan, Megan, Megan. Not so much. And and I'm going to tell you about in a minute just some of the rules for the royal family. And we as Americans, I'm telling you, we would not do well with these rules. Especially those of us, like Megan, who have grown up doing pretty much whatever we want because we're Americans. Kate was Kate Oh, there's just such a difference. Anyway, so uh they start dating in 2016 in when is it? Uh I think it's 2018 they get married. She meets the Queen in 2017. Harry proposes in November of 2017. His proposal, the diamond ring, includes two diamonds from his mother Diana's collection. And in 2018, Mary and... Or Harry. (laughs) Harry and Meghan marry at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle in London. Before the ceremony, the Queen gives them the titles of Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Okay. Five months after the wedding, they announce they are expecting their first child. Kensington Palace says that the baby is due in the spring of 2019. So last year, we have royal baby boy is born Archie Harrison Montbatten-Windsor. And they specifically do not give him a title in hopes that he might someday live a fairly normal life. In October of last year, you have Prince Harry issuing a personally written statement blasting British tabloids for its reporting on his wife. Uh, At the same time, Sussex Royal releases a statement saying that Meghan Markle has filed a lawsuit against various uh, newspapers and reporting organizations in the country over intrusive and unlawful publications of a private letter and for deliberately printing derogatory stories about her and her husband. (laughs) Excuse me. So there is a long and storied past. Essentially, since they started dating, the tabloids have gone crazy over the Prince Harry Meghan Markle relationship. Before marriage, during their engagement, post-marriage, this has been a thing. So now you have, fast forward to 2020. Actually, I think it was the end of 2019. When did they announce that they were not going to? Maybe it was this year. I don't know. Things run together. Time smashes together after a while. But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have announced that they will be stepping away from their official duties for the, uh, for the royal family. What on earth... Does that mean? Great question. According to the official statement, quote, After many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family. It is with your encouragement, particularly over the last few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment, according to a statement posted to the couple's Instagram account. Uh, they also said that they're working to become financially independent from the prince's grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II, and that they plan to split their time between North America and the United Kingdom for the foreseeable future. In a separate statement, they said they have do not intend to move back to the United States until Donald Trump is no longer in office. Guys, if you needed a reason to vote for the president uh, after I tell you about this couple... Um, he, this may be reason enough for us to reelect Donald Trump because once he's gone we get prince harry and uh the duchess and i'm telling you we we don't want them back okay because here's the thing the royal couple of sussex now i don't i don't personally know either one of these guys but if you read about this whole thing it's <laughs> It kind of makes you feel like you're looking at the story of a couple spoiled brats. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I'm just trying to make this as simple to understand as possible. Alright, so so let me break it down for you. You have an American girl. She falls in love with a prince. They marry. They don't do a prenup. No, no. Why would you do that? She's worth just five million. He's worth over 25 million. And has all the land, the titles, the prestige. He's a prince, after all. She has nothing to lose and everything to gain, and he apparently is just blinded by love. I don't really know. They allow the royal family to pay for their travels as they date for several years. And by royal family, that also would include British taxpayers. They wouldn't be part of the royal family, but that's the funding where it would come from. They travel the world together. They allow the British taxpayer and royal family to pay for their wedding. Upwards of five million dollars worth of wedding. It's a fairy tale. They're living in it. After all of the dating and the fairy tale wedding, and you know, some of the British people saying, uh, hey guys, what are they doing with our money, and um, why? Why are we allowing this? Like, they're not even, he's like eighth to the throne. Or maybe sixth, I don't remember. One of the articles I read, you've got, uh, you got the queen, so then you've got Charles, William, then his three children, wait, Charles, William, his three children, then Harry. Okay, so I guess Harry's still sixth. Harry's sixth. His now son would be seventh, and Prince—I uh, think it's Prince Andrew—maybe is eighth. So now they say they want to step away from being senior members of the family and stop receiving money from the Queen, so that they might become financially independent. But they—but—but—but but, but don't worry, though—they don't plan to abdicate their titles. And that, that royal allowance, they, they go to a great deal of trouble on their website to let you know that the royal allowance was only 5% of their income. Okay, but they only, that, that just tells you part of the story. That 5% of their income, the 5% that comes from the Queen, they don't even touch that anyway. 95%, Harry and William. Split an income from from the their father yearly of five million dollars roughly, so when they say we're going to work and become financially independent <laughs> because we will no longer take money from the queen, no no no, 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 the dude's getting two and a half million dollars a year, isn't that? And, and they don't plan to abdicate their titles. No, no, no. We would like to be the Duke and Duchess. But not have to live by any of the rules or be formally obligated to do what the Queen wants. We want to be able to do whatever we want, whatever we want, it. but also still be royalty. That is literally, if you look into this, what they are saying. And that is why the British people are so irritated about this thing. It has nothing to do with racism and everything to do with literally these people want their cake and they want to eat it too. It's just unreal. Not to mention, not to mention that Harry has millions from a trust fund uh, from his mom that's going to pay out again. It paid out uh, $10 million, I believe, when he turned 30 and it's set to pay out again when he turns 40 in just a couple of years. So this whole financial independence thing is just ludicrous. So the, the British people are not saying, it's not about race, they're like, look, fine, if you don't want to be a member of the royal family, then relinquish your titles, give up your titles, cut off the ties, and go actually work for a living. You're celebrities, you should have plenty of opportunities to give speeches, make money if you want to go... And make money and actually be financially independent, then revoke your titles, give back the cottage that the Queen gave to you uh, in the UK. Because are like, yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna split our time between Canada and the UK until Donald Trump is out of office. So. Um, Yeah, we're going to be financially independent, though. But what that means is that we're going to get $2.5 million from Harry's dad every year. We're still going to live in the cottage uh, that the Queen gave us. Don't worry about that. And um, then we will also work outside of the realms of the royal family to make as much money as we want. Norman Baker, former member of parliament, home office minister in the coalition government, said that you can either you are either a member of the royal family or you're not. You can't be one foot in, one foot out. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. He said that they should give the money back spent on their cottage and pay for their own transportation between the UK and the US and pay for their own security. Basically, what people in the UK are saying is, we would have no problem with this if they were actually going to become private citizens. But what they want is to be able to do whatever they want and still maintain their royal status. And that's not how it works when you are royalty. So, you have a senior member, which obviously he's close to the line of the throne, but he's also currently a working member of the royal family. So a working royal. What does it mean to be a working royal? There are two types of royals: working and non-working. Okay, working royals are members of the royal family who actually get paid to represent the family. This would be the five percent that Prince Harry and and uh, and uh, the Duchess would be giving up. Okay, since William is directly in line for the throne, he is one of the best representatives for his family. So the queen pays him to attend various engagements, perform duties in the name of the queen. Non-working royals are members of the royal family, but they aren't considered important enough to be paid to represent the family. Okay. Working royals also, because they are the highest representatives of the family, senior members of the family are required to, at all times, be on their best behavior. Now, this has never been one of Harry's strong points, at least not throughout most of his life. It seemed that he was back on track, and now we have this whole thing. But the, 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 the senior members, the working royals, have strict rules to follow. They are not allowed to have any social media. They cannot paint their nails dark colors. When they want to marry, they must have approval from the queen. But when you are representing the royal family, there are rules that you must follow. And I have a feeling that Meghan Markle, who was a social media married into this family and all of a sudden all the social media gets taken away. I just have a feeling that didn't go over well. When she's told what you can wear, what you can't wear, what color you can paint your nails or not paint your nails, I don't think that went over well. She can't just go out and get an acting gig anywhere she wants. No, the queen has to approve everything you do. And your job, you exist, to represent the royal family. If you are a senior member of the royal family, if you are a working royal, your whole life is to represent the queen. Now, you're compensated for that greatly. But that is your job. That is what you do. And you don't get other engagement outside of that. You don't participate in anything that the queen or or whomever may be ruling... If you are a senior member of the family, if you are a working royal, that is what you do. You represent the queen. And that is it. So, Meghan Markle, before she marries Harry, she's just an American with a lifestyle blog, lively social media channels. When she marries the prince, she became a working royal. She then reached a point where she represented the family on the same level, the same degree that Harry did, and so she has to give up the blog the social media uh she she had delete all of that and it is a sacrifice but it's a sacrifice that she knew going into this if you want to be a part of the royal family this is what is required just like kate kate became a member of a working royal the day that she married william and she is just i I love kate She's a great... I don't know what... I'm sure she she has a title of some kind. I don't know what it is. But are we allowed to call her a princess? Princess Kate? Maybe? I don't know. But she's good at it. Megan's not good at it, and I think a lot of it is because Megan's an American. And generally speaking, we want what we want when we want it, and we get it, because we're Americans. We don't understand this concept of... You are royalty, therefore you represent someone else. Your life is no longer your own. Until you're the boss, someday. There's a lot there. There's a lot there that we can learn and from when it comes to our Christian life. Like, if you look at a definition of being a working royal, that is what we are here to do, we as Christians on this planet. We are here to represent Jesus Christ. There are things that we do not do because our king says, you're not going to do that. You represent me. And those who are unsaved, those who choose not to be, those who know the truth and reject it are those who say, I don't want your rules. I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to represent you, I don't want to live the way you say I have to live so I want to do my own thing and they abdicate, if you will that potential to be a part of the royal family they give up so much more <laughs> they think that becoming a member of the royal family would mean they have to give everything up and yet they give up everything by rejecting their position so H- Harry and Meghan though they realize that they realize they don't want to give up all of the benefits so they're making it sound grand and noble but in reality it's neither grand nor noble they just want to be able to do whatever they want to do Meghan wants to be able uh, to work she wants to be able to act and I get that but then you shouldn't have married the royal or as the British people are saying then give up your title altogether don't, don't do this halvesies thing Like you're either in or you're out. What do you want to do? You want to be a royal? Do you not want to be a royal? Pick one. You can't be both. And when we say working royal, there's something you need to understand here. I'm not saying that it isn't hard work to represent the queen, but the fact of the matter is, it's it's not really that hard to represent the queen. Also, did I mention that I'm always jealous of their their wardrobes? Like who outfits these people? Like they're. Like, Kate is always so modest and yet so elegant. Like, I just... When she's done with her dresses, can you just send them to me? No? Okay. That's not how it works? All right. So, those who undertake official duties on behalf of the Queen are those in her family. The closest members of her family. Her children, her grandchildren, their spouses, uh, the cousins, and their spouses. So, the royal family, each year, as a whole, according to their website, royal.uk, very fascinating... Uh, The royal family carries out over 2,000 official engagements each year throughout the UK and around the world. Many of these engagements are official state responsibilities where members of the royal family carry out uh, official duties when the queen cannot be present in person. So if you have 2,000 events, it is physically impossible for the queen to be at 2,000 events every year. So members of the royal family will go and represent the queen at these events. This is what being a member of, uh, the, the, a working member of the family is. So, receptions, state banquets, garden parties. You go to either support the queen and make her guests feel welcome at the events where she is or the events where she can't be. You go and you host and and you represent the queen. Or, uh you represent the queen at other countries at state funerals or national uh festivities or or visiting uh d- d- um uh, d- um I want to say nonprofit, but it's not nonprofit. profit what am i saying charitable uh organizations that 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 the royal family uh supports or that the UK uh takes part of you you're 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 just being the queen's ambassador for anything and everything that she needs you're answering letters on her behalf. You are, you are visiting members of the armed services. Visiting soldiers, sailors, airmen at home and abroad. Commu- uh, participating in community and local events. Commemorative events. The queen by herself would not be able... To attend every engagement that she's invited to. Not to mention the official ones that are required of them every year. That is what it means to be a member. A working royal. senior member of the family. Is just simply representing the queen. And the queen compensates the members of her family. That represent her. Around the world. Okay. In fairness, the British media has not been kind to Megan, but in all fairness to British media, Megan has not exactly given them a lot to commend and i i again i I just if you look at Kate and you look at Megan and the difference in how they've chosen to represent the queen like that is that is you 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 know going into this that that is what you do. But, you know, Harry, he, he would have been, or would have at least had the potential to be, one of the hardest working members of the family. There is, there is strong precedent to suggest that uh, being the, the sibling to whomever is going to be ruling for a long period of time, will require, like, like, he would be... So, okay. Princess Anne, hardest working royal for uh, three years in a row. The average number of days worked by a royal family member, a working royal, is 84 days. There are 253 working days in the UK. Yeah, yeah you heard that correctly. 253 working days in the UK. Out of 365 days in a year. Before you get all up in arms about the Brits not working, remember, you have to take into account weekends and holidays. In the United States, there are only 251 working days in 2019. Now, if you're a person that works a six-day work week, now, obviously, then you've got to add in uh, another 52 days. So you're working over 300 days if you do a six-day work week. Okay, so if that's you, then I, I understand you work hard. Good. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> but so Princess Anne works more days, attends more events, than any other royal. 253 working days in the UK. Average member, working member of the royal family works 84 days of the year. Princess Anne worked 167 days. Now that may not seem like much to you, but it's double what her fellow, uh, her fellow working members work. Prince Charles, 125 days. Alright, that's second to her. So it stands to reason that as the elder members of the royal family will eventually be here in the near future, presumably passing into eternity, as Prince... Uh, there's speculation as to whether or not Prince Charles will actually reign or if things will just go straight to William and all of that, but I don't, I'm not going to get into that right now so presume we're gonna we're gonna assume that William is going to be governing for a long period of time. His children will become very active members of the working family, but because they are children and they'll have to go through military service and so on and so forth in the time until then. you could stand to reason that prince harry would have a lot to do on behalf of his brother maybe he doesn't want to represent his brother all the time just because he was born second doesn't mean he wants to be representing his brother in everything he does maybe i don't i could be wrong the problem is you 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 don't get to be a senior member of the family and also be just a, a celebrity financially independent does not mean you're still collecting an allowance from dad from the estates but stepping back would give them the freedom to have full time jobs if they so desired Historian and royal author Hugo Vickers told the BBC he was unconvinced by the couple's plans. He said they think they can do all sorts of things together, but the fact is that they're very likely, if they're not careful, to end up as slightly tarnished celebrities. So essentially, Meghan and Harry think they can accomplish more by not being official members of the royal family they think that by going out on their own, starting their own charity, they can accomplish more than they can by being actual representatives of the queen or whomever is the ruler throughout their upcoming lives. <sighs> that's that's a pretty big, bold statement. And now again, the British media has not been overly kind to Megan. Megan has stated publicly that, you know, she didn't realize what she was getting into, that she was not prepared for what she was getting into. Uh, th- they are suing various media outlets. And, you know, Megan's given emotional interviews. But I, I and and so I, I, f- I feel for them there. but you got to know when you're going into this like if you're saying yeah i want to be a member of the royal family i'm going to represent the royal family then then you 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 got to understand you got to count the cost yeah you will be held to a higher standard yeah there will be things you're not allowed to do anymore yeah you will have somebody else dictating how your life is going to go and, and And that was why, as I looked at this, I thought, you know what, we, we are going to talk about this today, because there there's so much similarity that I see here, and, and so much I, uh, and I, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Megan and Harry, but when I look at their story and how it's unfolding, I can't help but compare it to young people in the church today that grow up in the church, that enjoy the, the, the benefits and the privileges of being part of the family of God and then when they when they reach a place of 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 independence, if you will, they say, Wait a second, wait a second, I don't want I don't want somebody telling me what to do. I don't want to live by these rules. This isn't my rules. I'm not gonna I'm not going to be a representative of somebody else. I'm going to do my own thing. I still want all the benefits, though. Like I still want that free pass to heaven, but my free pass to heaven doesn't mean that there are any rules. Like oh, I, I'm I'm a member of the family, so I get in wherever I want to get in. I have the golden ticket, but I don't have to. I don't have to represent uh, God. I don't have to. If I don't think that this is, that, that if the, what the Bible says I don't think is what it should mean, then I'm not going to live by that because, you know what, yeah, I may be a member of the family, but I don't have to represent that. I'm not, I don't want to do that. I just want to, I, I want to keep the title. But I don't want to have any of the work of the responsibility. I don't want to be a representative. I don't want to live a, differently than everybody else. And it's just blown my mind. As I have looked at this and researched this and studied this and what's happening with this, I I never I never realized how the monarchy worked. And I, I mean, I guess to to some level I did understand it, but I, I never really dug into what does it mean to be a member of the royal family? What's the difference between a working royal and a non-working royal? What's the, What does it mean to be a senior member of the family? I mean, Harry's never going to get to the throne, most likely. So why does anybody even care? You care because... He represents the queen. when the queen is gone, he'll represent the king. And you're allowed to, to not represent. But if you're going to be a member of the family, there are rules you've got to live by. And that's why, that is why this is such a big deal. It's It's not about racism, although it is true. There have been terrible things said by certain British outlets... Uh, about Meghan Markle online terrible things there have been trolls on Twitter that have said terrible things about Meghan and Harry and their family terrible things you're in the spotlight people are going to say terrible things about you you're in the spotlight everything you do is going to be scrutinized you're in the royal family there are expectations of you that there aren't on other people And that's why that's why people are are so fed up with this. Not because they're they're racist, but because they say, "Look, you wanted to be a royal. Your job then is to be a royal. Your jo- you don't get to represent the royal family and also go act in whatever show you want. You're gonna like the the British people don't want to be humiliated. Like you don't. They're like you're a member of a royal family. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. Like it's a whole another level. Like there's there's what the president does." Right? But we can get rid of a president that we don't like. <laughs> Some people try harder than others. Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so, so the presidency is a whole other thing. But with the monarchy, these people represent your country. These people are your history. Like, they're, they're such a... I, I can't even begin to explain the difference of, of a monarchy versus a republic that we live in. But when you have a monarchy like this, like, this is your royal family. They are the face of your country. And you, you expect there to be that decency, that decorum. You expect Kate. And you, 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 you would, I don't, I don't know how to say this and say it gracefully, so I'm, I'm probably just not going to say anything, but that's, William and Kate are a picture of what royalty should be the reason that William and Kate are loved by the people of Britain is because they're the way they're supposed to be. Not, a, not when it comes to issues of race or anything like that, but that they honor the queen, they represent the queen, they follow the traditions that have been set forth, and yes, granted, they are straight in line for the throne but this is what the british people expect this is what the queen expects this is what's required of them in order to be in line to the throne so if harry and meghan they don't want to be part of it then what they need to do in, in based on everything that i can that i have researched and uh, it's really really a fascinating subject if you have any desire to be looking up information about the British royal family and how the royal system works. It's highly confusing but so incredibly interesting. I might have to watch The Crown now. I don't even know. I gotta go find out what it's rated because if, if you've seen it, let me know if it's worth watching or the, uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to PluggedIn.com plugged In Movie Reviews from Focus on the Family. Really great site. I'm gonna go find out if I can watch this show and if I can, I might have to watch it now because I'm just i th- this whole thing has just been swirling around in my head like why is this why is this such a big deal like Harry's never been you know like this upstanding guy why is everyone so upset about this but I get it now I get it And what's okay, one more thing and then we'll and take a break and then we'll move on. What's ironic about this is that uh Megan and Harry. One of the main reasons they say they're doing this is to establish a nonprofit, and because Megan essentially is well, and Harry too. Uh, but they're tired of the scrutiny. They're tired of being in the public eye, and uh, they they want accurate and honest media reporting. They say that they're going to give uh, they're going to give precedent to up and coming journalists. You know, because when you want honest and accurate reporting, let's go with the up and coming journalists. But you know, whatever. Um, and so, so they, want to be, they, they want to be less in the public eye. They don't want to be scrutinized. And so as they launch away from the royal family, their, their main endeavor, they say, is going to be to create a new charitable entity. They're like, we don't want to be in the public eye, so we're going to create a new charity. <laughs> but that's, like that's not how it works. If there is anything that is being highly scrutinized right now, worldwide today... It is philanthropy, charity work. Like the, it's just it's just ironic. It's it's like the kid that's like, I can't stand my parents' rules, so I can't wait to get out of this house. Oh, what are you gonna do when you get out of the house? Join the military. Oh, I see. You don't like mom and dad's rules. Like, they're too strict? the The rules. You don't like the rules. No, don't like the rules. Can't wait to get out of this house. What you gonna do? Join the Marines. Right. Okay. Cool. 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 You don't like the rules, you're going to join the Marines. It's going to be fun. Going to be fun. I actually, I had a, a friend growing up who, uh, you know, he was, he was a good kid. Um, but, you know, he as he was an older teen and stuff, he had some conflicts with the, with his mom in particular. And, uh, and one of his jobs was folding the towels and the sheets. And, you know, as a 16, 17-year-old, young man, he felt that this was beneath him, and he he would explain why he did not need to fold the sheets and the towels, and how this was not a job that he should be doing, and he just absolutely hated it. He hated folding the sheets and towels. Joins the Marines. What do you think is one of his main jobs? Folding all (laughs) the sheets and towels. I'm not even kidding. Like, just one of the most hilarious things is, like, I love it. I love it. He had, like, two siblings. So what? Most set of sheets he's folding is five sets of sheets. Then he joins the Marines. Thousands. Thousands. But anyway, so Harry and Megan are like, we want to get out of the public eye, get away from all this scrutiny. Let's go start a charitable foundation. Right. Because no one's going to scrutinize how a charitable foundation is handling its funds. Actually, the exact opposite is true. And my fear is that in this attempt to have their cake and eat it too, that the British historian I mentioned earlier may be exactly right, that Harry and Meghan may just end up as washed up, has-been wannabe celebrities. By rejecting the queen and their position in the royal family and saying hey we still want all the benefits oh not that that 5% of our allowance that came from the queen we are giving that back we never really lived off the queen anyway No, we lived off of dad. So we still want that. We still want to be duke and duchess. We're not going to give up our titles. We still want all our titles. We still want all of the the perks. But we don't want to represent the queen anymore. We don't want to work for the queen anymore. We want to do whatever we want to do. We want to be able to paint our nails any color we want. We want to be able to be part of any television show that we want. We want to be able to get money from any place that we want. We don't want the queen to be able to dictate what we do with our lives. And so we want all the benefits. We just don't want to represent the queen anymore. Other royals have tried this in the past. Generally, it doesn't work out real well. You don't know their names, do you? Nope. One, because you're an American. And two, because it didn't work out well. If you're going to leave the queen, if you're going to leave the king, head out on your own. I, I I, don't get it. Probably because I'm not a royal. But I'm going, man, if I got a $2.5 million allowance... And then the the queen is paying me to represent her at garden parties, paying for my transportation, which you know is first class everywhere they go, paying for my private security. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I give that up. I think I accomplish more by representing the queen and her interests around the world than I could ever accomplish on my own. And Harry and Meghan may be in for a very sad, very rude awakening. I just, I. I hope that I'm wrong, but if history tells us anything, I don't think that I will be. Because the the monarchy in Britain is not about being progressive. It's about doing the right thing. About doing the right thing for the British people. And doing the right thing is whatever the Queen says, quite frankly. So we'll see. But that's what is going on with the royal family. Now we have to take a break because I am incredibly thirsty. And rather than pull a Marco Rubio and uh, and drink the bottle of water while we are talking, we're going to take a quick break so I can get a drink of water. And then we will return. Stay with us. As long as we're talking all things Britain today on the Frittle Show. Yeah. Yes, they are about to Brexit. They are about to leave the European Union. It's set to happen on January the 31st. Okay, so we are just weeks away from the UK leaving the European Union. Now, 60 members of Parliament in Great Britain have been attempting to persuade Parliament to allow Big Bang to bong, 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 you know, to celebrate at 11 p.m. on January 31st. It would cost £120,000 for the bell to chime. 120,000 pounds. And they voted no on sounding the bell for their independence. And there are those that say that if, in fact, the government of Great Britain was supportive of its people's desire to leave the European Union, that this would not be an expenditure too far, if you will. This is something that they could spend their money on. And so I went looking to see, does the UK government waste money like the US government does? Because believe me, the US government wastes money. We study things that are just like, why on earth would we spend money doing this? And it's a ridiculous amount of money that we spend doing this. So the answer is yes. The UK does have some crazy, crazy expenditures. Uh, $2.5 million in salaries and legal fees were paid to two women for 15 years to do nothing. They had translating jobs that were then given to freelancers, but they were never reassigned to new work and just collected a paycheck for showing up. Hmm. £600,000 Over 500,000 U.S. dollars wasted on mobile phones. So the government in 2003 of the U.K. sent 10 phones to Iraq, never confirmed where they ended up. A year and a half later realized that two of the phones had been stolen and racked up over 600,000 pounds in phone bills. 800 million pounds wasted to help people feel European. As part of the European Union program in place designed to help people aged 13 to 30 feel more European. Events and classes for things like folk dancing and basket weaving and, oh yes, a part of that money is used to spend the children of government officials on ski trips. To help them feel more European, of course. hmm Motorcycle test centers. 66 new testing centers for the exam. Rather than upgrading their Previous centers, they just got new ones. Millions of pounds. ha uh-huh. I could go on. There's quite a bit, but I won't. Point being, if the UK, the government of the UK, wanted to be supportive of Brexit, which is what the people want, then spending £120,000, although it is a lot of money, would not be a lot of money compared to other money that they spend and would be a joyous celebration for the people of the UK as they leave the European Union. In fact, earlier this week, I think it was maybe on Monday, uh, the Union Jack flag, so the the flag of the UK, was removed from the desks of UK uh, members at the European Parliament by order of the EU President. National symbols... Inside the European Union, buildings now banned. Get that now. Before, at least, you know, as you're a member of the European Union, you can at least have your own country's flag on your desk or, or whatever. Uh, you know, you can have the little flag pin. You can have a flag in your office. Not anymore. Your national symbol no longer allowed in, your, in the European Union, in the Parliament building of the EU. Craziness! I'm so excited for the people of the UK that they made the right decision and are leaving that um, ill-working government organization, shall we say? Um. Okay, so somebody asked, "What is it? What is actually happening with uh, with with then the the Sussexes? Are they leaving?" Somebody said, "We didn't we didn't wrap that up well." So answer to your question is, the Queen has agreed to a period of transition. During the period of transition, Harry and Meghan will spend part of their time in Canada, part of the time in the UK. So there is speculation as to what that uh, period of transition actually means. Does that mean they're leaving the country? That they will be abdicating their duties? That they will essentially be cut off? Will we remove the titles? We don't know exactly what it means, but there is speculation that that means that uh, they will be largely leaving the country that the queen will no longer be utilizing them for official duties that they will no longer have a working royal position, that they will not be seen as mem- senior members of the family and uh, and that though they will seek to still have all of the benefits that they're not actually giving up their titles, they will not actually be uh, utilized by the queen. So while they're like, well, we're gonna do both. The queen's the speculation is that the queen is like, no, you're not, and so she is essentially cutting them off without actually cutting them off officially. If that makes sense, I'm not sure that it does. That's probably why I didn't get into it in the other segment. I I didn't even think about it actually. But that that's where it ended up is the queen saying, you know, we're, they're gonna split their time and uh, and we'll see what that means. But many in 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 British media are suggesting that that essentially means yeah, they're done. And the Queen does not intend to utilize them anymore even though they say they are not giving up their titles. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens there, if anything. Alright, so, let's see. Um, I think that's about it. I think we are finished for today. This has been the Royal Conundrum, a tale of Prince Harry and the American Meghan Markle and how they have chosen not to represent the royal family, not to represent the Queen, a cautionary tale for us all. I'm Crystal Heath. You've been listening to The Frittle Show on KVXL 11.1 FM, Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Our address is 6501 West Mead Boulevard, and we would love to have you and your family, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, anybody you want to bring with you, join us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 or 11.15, Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock, or Wednesday evenings at 7. If you can't be here in person, you can always stream us online by visiting our website at experienceliberty.com. Uh, And you can listen to this station 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 366 days this year since it's a leap year. Just visit kvxl101.com, and you can find this and other past episodes of the program, The Frittle Show, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search The Frittle Show, and it'll take you right to it. Thanks so much for being with us. We look forward to having you back here again tomorrow on KVXL.